Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com. And now, here's this week's student ministry sermon. It's good to see you guys. Um, like I said, this is Audrey. Everybody say hi, Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Hi, everyone. Um, Audrey has been a, uh, not only a good friend of mine, but if you know my wife, Rachel, she's been a good friend of Rachel's for a very long time. Yes. I think probably over 10 years by now. Yes, definitely Something like over that. 10 years. So, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Audrey is, has been sent. Audrey has been sent by her king. Audrey, would you um, tell these fifth and sixth graders where it is that you have um, been sent? Yes. My husband, Ethan, and I, we live in Osaka, Japan. That's far. Have you guys heard of Osaka before? Yeah? Yeah? I heard some yeses. It's a really big city. We've got 17 million people. Yeah. So, Audrey, here's, here's like my first real question. And for you guys, um, there are a lot of cool things that Audrey has to tell you. So I want you guys to listen up really close, okay? <laughs> so my first question for you is... Japan is obviously a very different place from here. Yes. And I'm sure it's a very, you know, some sort of a shock, maybe a culture shock, or at least a new experience for you and Ethan. Sure. What has been one of your favorite experiences or maybe one of the funniest, you know, one of the funniest ones that you've seen? I'm going to kind of combine those two. Sounds good. I think the funniest experience is me trying to speak Japanese. That is pretty comical every day, especially at the beginning. I felt like I was a two-year-old all the time trying to communicate with adults. So I can't really think of a specific one, but there was a lot of times I felt really, really silly trying to speak Japanese. But I think my favorite thing is seeing all the baptisms. Once in a while, or more than once in a while nowadays, we get to see baptisms of people that have never got to hear about Jesus before. And then they hear about Jesus and they decide to follow him. And that is just the coolest thing. That's got to be my favorite thing. And so what, what's cool for us is for you guys who go to church um, over there with your parents, um, we get an opportunity to mm-hmm. see some of those baptisms. So yeah. if, you, if you've seen a picture um, of someone from Osaka. Yeah, an Asian-looking person. Yeah, Maybe Asian from then Japan. Getting baptized, that's most likely from their church, which mm-hmm. is super, super cool. And yeah. so we get an opportunity to celebrate with you guys, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah, I'm super, yes. super glad we get to do that. Yes. Um, okay, so what led you and Ethan to be missionaries to Japan. And you might even, if you can, maybe mm-hmm. give them a little um, understanding of what a missionary is. Yeah. So along with that. Yeah, well, a missionary is somebody that goes from their culture to a whole other culture to share Jesus with somebody else. So um, whenever I was in high school, I became a Christian. And Pretty soon after that, I went on some mission trips, which you guys may have been on mission trips yourselves. Has anybody been on a mission trip before? Maybe? Couple. Maybe you know some friends that have been on mission trips. So I went to Taiwan, which is also in Asia. And on that trip, I really became convicted that I wanted to tell people about Jesus who hadn't really had a chance to hear about Jesus before. So that was my first kind of introduction to missions. Then when I got married, my husband also wanted to do that, so we got an opportunity to have an internship during college in Osaka, Japan, and so we lived there for six months, and it was kind of scary, but really awesome, 
and we decided that if possible, we would love to move back there and live there. So that's kind of how we got connected with Japan in, in general. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, going to a different country, mm-hmm. um, a different country that's very can be very different from here, for one, they speak a different language. Yes, You guys do. heard the different language that Audrey spoke. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult, I would say. I looked at, for me. <laughs> I looked at those letters up there a little bit ago, and I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really know what they meant. Not very familiar. You have now at least learned a lot of them. Hopefully we've, all of them. Yeah, we've, we've learned some Japanese. Which is cool. So yeah. um, you had to do a lot of stuff. I'm sure, to prepare yourself to go mm-hmm. um, before you went over to Japan, mm-hmm. um, and even once you got there. Um, so could you, got, could you tell these guys um, and girls, what did you and Ethan have to do to prepare yourself? To, to prepare to go. Yeah, to, to go over there to be sent. Yeah. Well, I think the most important thing, the way that God prepared me was he saved me, because if he didn't save me, then I wouldn't be able to do anything for him, Right. So that was the most important thing. And then whenever Ethan and I started thinking about what do we want to do for with our lives? Like, where are we going to live? What kind of thing are we going to do for our jobs? Um, God put different people in our lives that um, had served overseas. And so we got to see um, that firsthand. Like Ethan's older brother lives in Japan also and is a missionary. So God put those influences in our lives to be able to see what it might look like if we chose to do that. Um, and then we had an awesome education at Ozark Christian College and got to learn from some awesome professors and missionaries there. And so God just put all these people in our lives that could help us um, learn what it might be like to be a missionary. And um, yeah, we're really thankful for that. Then we had to raise a bunch of money, which is fun. Yeah, so you, you're over there in Japan. Uh-huh. and. Your job is to tell the people about Jesus, yes. right, and to bring people to church. Yes. So that's your job. You're not like working at a restaurant. You're not making no, money that that's way. Right. So how, tell, how, go ahead and tell that. them how do they make money, or how do you guys uh, yeah. get your money? Yeah. So we work at a church, just like you know, peop, like Sam is on staff here at the church. Um, so we work at a church in Osaka that has just been there for just about four years, and so um, we had to actually raise our money before we come there, like for our salary. So we had to go to different churches and friends and um, tell them about what we're doing in Japan. And they graciously give money every single month so that we can do that work there. Um, But really they're giving to God because it's God's work and we're doing um, what God wants to be done in Japan. So, yeah. And you you guys have done something like that. Who here has been like either on a team or been in a club where you had to like go around and sell stuff Mm -hmm. to be on that team, right? Yes. Okay, well that's... That's similar to what, what they had to do. They had to go around. They had to tell people or churches about what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And those other people were like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. I want to partner with you. I want to partner with Ethan. And ultimately, I want to partner with God yes. to, to help you do what you're doing mm-hmm. over there, is, which is to tell the people about Jesus. Yeah. So who, who here thought that, that was like the – raise your hand if you thought that was super easy to go around <laughs> asking people to buy stuff from you. Anybody? Okay, who thought it was like that was the worst thing they've ever had to do in their lives? Yeah, so. That was me. Yeah, so Ethan and Audrey had to do similar things, and that's hard. Yeah, it can be hard. It can be pretty cool, too, to see just the generosity of God's people, too. Yeah, because you are not only getting support from churches, but Mm -hmm. then from a variety of different people, right? Lots of individuals and churches as well, so. It's pretty overwhelming sometimes to see how much people want Jesus' mission to be done all over the world. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, 
Um, let's talk about what, what I was telling you guys at the beginning. So when you hear um, that kingdom workers are sent by their king, what comes to your mind and how does that play into your life? So let's start with yeah. the first one. What comes to your mind when you hear this idea that kingdom workers are sent by their king? Yeah. Well, actually, the, I had a scripture that came to mind. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. Okay, the scripture that came to mind, I think it'll come on the screen, but I can also read it. It's Matthew 28, and you guys, I'm sure, have heard this verse before. 28, uh, let's see, not, no, 18 through 20? We got 19 through 20. Nine, there. Beautiful. So I'll read it, and then I'll kind of explain why it's significant to me. So it's, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So you guys probably have heard that scripture before, but that one is really significant for me um, for a couple of reasons. I'm sure there's lots of reasons that verse is amazing. But the first reason is because we all wonder, like, what does God want us to do with our lives? What am I going to do when I grow up? What, um, what's God calling me to, right? I know I wondered that a lot. Um, and so I love this verse because... God already kind of told us what to do with our lives. So the verse says um, he wants us to go into all nations and teach, him, teach people about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't just mean being a missionary. Because, I mean, I have a question. Is Orinoco part of the nations of the world? Yes. Yeah. Yes, is, it is. is Web City part of the nations of the world? Yes. Yes. Is your classroom part of the nations of the world? Yes. So Jesus wants us to go everywhere and teach people about Jesus. And so I think this is really awesome because you don't have to wonder what God's will is for you. Um, You may have to decide some things like what your job will be or where you'll live. But you know already just from God's word that his will is for you to share Jesus with people. And so for me, that was really cool to learn that um, God already told me in his word what his will is. So yeah, that's kind of how it played into my life. So um, yeah. these fifth and sixth graders have kind of um, been learning the last couple of wor- uh, weeks about what a kingdom worker potentially is mm-hmm. and also what a kingdom worker looks like. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, a kingdom worker looks like their king, right? And mm-hmm. who remembers who's our king, right? Yeah, so I see some pointing up. Yeah, Jesus, right? Yes. Shake your head, yes. Jesus. Okay. So a kingdom worker is someone who looks like their king. The last couple of weeks, we've been learning about how a kingdom worker not only speaks like their king, mm-hmm. um, and that really is a kingdom worker prays like their king, mm-hmm. right? A kingdom worker spends their time in prayer, mm-hmm. um, and also a kingdom worker is shaped like their king. We had a couple of, like, we had a vase, we had a mug, we had a pot up here, represented like um, clay, um, mm-hmm. and how a creator shaped and molded that clay into something specific, mm-hmm. and into something that had a purpose. And we talk about how kingdom workers are shaped by their king, right? And which has led us to this week, how kingdom workers are then sent by their king, yeah. right? So we learn from our king by praying, right? Mm. And then we are shaped by him by watching what he did in the gospel, right? Yes, we've been talking about who Jesus is. And then Jesus, he's not done with us there, right? Yep. Once he shapes us into, you know, this idea of a mug or a vase or a pot that has a specific mm-hmm. purpose or um, a specific job, mm-hmm. he wants to do something with us, yeah, right? Yeah, and I would say, too, that, um, you know, you don't have to be a missionary or even, like, work at a church to be sent by Jesus. If you're a Christian, you, like we just read in this verse, you're already sent by Jesus into your school or your family or wherever God puts you. And so 
Um, it's not another special step to be sent. I think if you're a Christian, you just, you know, Jesus has sent me into wherever I am every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty cool opportunity, I think. So how can fifth through eighth, fifth, we're going to be talking about seventh and eighth graders here in a little bit, but yeah. specifically how can fifth and sixth graders mm-hmm. um, prepare themselves um, to be sent by their king? How can they yeah. prepare themselves to be sent by their king? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I think the most important thing is just to know Jesus for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you can't really tell other people, be sent and tell other people about Jesus if you don't know him yourself. So I would just say, um, listen to what you hear about Jesus, read the Bible and learn about Jesus and his word and believe in him for yourself. And if you haven't um, taken that step and been baptized and become a Christian for yourself and let Jesus change you, I think that's the first step and the most important thing. Um, And once you do that, you know, like Sam said, God isn't done with you. He wants to keep growing you and teaching you about him. And so I would just say, um, once you've taken that step, you just want to make your whole life about him, about his word, about um, being involved at church like you guys are doing, which is awesome. Um, And you just want to grow in Jesus and your relationship with God. And through that relationship with God that you have, God will teach you every single day how to share about him with your friends and your family. Um, and it's not all about, it's not all your job. Um, God will help you every single day and you don't have to do it on your own. Um, so I think the most important thing to prepare yourself to be sent is just to really nurture that relationship with God that you have through Jesus. So, I got yeah. one more question for you, Audrey. Yeah. Um, so these students are sitting here listening about being sent uh, by their king, right? Mm-hmm. And... I think it's important to just talk about real quickly, and they're going to talk about it further in some small groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can they do, like, right now? Right what now. is God calling them to do right now? You know, yeah. we, got, we got students from um, all different schools, all mm-hmm. different cities and towns, from Webb City to Carl Junction to Carthage to Joplin to Jasper to Diamond to wherever. Wow. All around this area, there are students in here that go into a variety of places. And just mm-hmm. like you said... The nations are not just Japan. That's That's right right in their backyard. So what can they do right now um, that God is calling them to do? Yeah, I I had one big idea. Whenever I was in eighth grade, I was invited by my friend to church, to this church actually. And I had never really been to church before in my whole life. Even though I grew up in Web City and there's lots of churches, I had never really been to church before and no one had ever told me about Jesus. Um, And so I'm so, so thankful that my friend, you guys might know him. His name's Justin Boudreaux. Do you know that guy? (laughs) Anyway, he invited me to church for the very first time. And so for that reason, I would say something you can do this week is I think you should pick one friend that you know who maybe doesn't go to church um, or maybe you don't know if they go to church and that's okay. And I think you should invite them to youth group. Because this place is awesome and fun. Mm -hmm. And you guys have lots of fun. And you never know. They may decide to follow Jesus someday just because you made that little invitation to invite them to church. So I would say that's one very easy and fun thing you can do. Just say, hey, come to youth group with me this week. Um, So that would be my one piece of advice that you can just start by being sent by your king this week. Cool. Yeah. So, Audrey, um, I just want to I just want to pray for you, Nathan, right now. Awesome. So, Thank you. Fifth and sixth grade students, could you guys just join me in uh, praying for these uh, for these people who are sent by their king? So, just bow your heads with me um, and just uh, pray with me right now. Dear God, thank you so much for who you are. Um, I thank you so much for what you do for us each and every day. 
Um, it is because of you that we have hope. It is because of you um, that we have life. Um, we are so thankful that we have a king um, who did just not, did not step away and just let us do things on our own, but we have a king who sets the example for us. Jesus, you are our king, and you, um, you, pray, you take care of us, you guide us, you shape us, you mold us, and Lord, we are ready to be sent by you. So Lord, prepare the hearts and minds of these students tonight. Um, help us to know who you are. Because that is, just like Audrey said, that is the most important. That's the first thing that we can do is to know our king so that we can tell other people about our king. Uh, Lord, I pray for Audrey and Ethan and um, what they're doing in Japan. I pray that you're with them and that you are giving them strength. And Lord, that you are um, just helping them to do your will. It's in your son's precious name that I pray. Amen. Thank you, Audrey. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to a student ministry sermon from Christ Church of Orinoco. For more information about the student ministry or about Christ Church in general, visit us online at ccochurch.com.